This is We Are Jet. We tell the stories of people who've had to drastically adjust their mindset, team culture, and ways of working, all to match the pace of a rapidly growing organization. My name is Ed Palmer. In each episode, I speak with different leaders from JustEatTakeaway.com, one of the largest food delivery and tech companies on this planet. Today, we'll hear the story of the director of data and analytics, Daniel Boss. I must confess, people surprise me. Often, very often, they come up with, with insights. If you have outlier detection algorithms or, or various teams build forecasts, they show me how they are doing it. And it's it built so, in such a clever way. They really amaze me. And I'm very, uh, yeah, very proud of that. Hello and welcome, Danielle. So uh, let's start with something really easy, Daniel. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and, and where you fit within your team and the business as a whole. So um, I'm Daniel. I'm responsible for analytics at Jet. I facilitate data-driven decision-making throughout the organization in all possibilities, either on the app, web, but also our management and customer services or, or sales. Everyone who needs to make a decision, I feel that needs to be based on facts using data because data doesn't lie. That's what I do. Where I fit, I, I report to the CTO, but it's a global role. We, we facilitate that for the, for the whole company. So all, all the data from the whole organization comes through your team and yes. yourself. And we organize as a hub and spoke uh, model. So we, because we feel that certain pieces of, of, of data, you, well, you need to govern that well. You need to speak the same language. Like if you, if you mean uh, an, an order or a customer, that, that there's no misinterpretation. So that, that part, the definition type of part and the creation of, of the, that kind of information, we call it the golden center of information. We we put that in, into the central type, type of organization in, in a hub organization. But we have very various spokes because this information needs to be as close as possible with the decision maker. Uh, so therefore, we have a lot of the, the teams, data science teams, ML teams, uh, analysts, scientists within the function, let, let's say customer services, sales, marketing, but also in our product and tech area, which use that, that golden set of data. And that helps with, with creating local agility. Uh, okay, well, let's we'll dive deeper into the golden set of data. We'll find out um, a little bit more about how data impacts the business in general. But let's start with something a bit more personal. Mm. Let's check your receipts on the Just Eat Takeaway app. Ooh. What is your most ordered takeaway? And this requires you to be completely honest, please, Daniel. That it's uh, butter chicken. I really adore that. I, like wherever I go, sometimes I go go to to London to meet teams over there or yeah. in Berlin. I often well, order an Indian dish, uh, but butter chicken is my favorite. Really, like, typically with with a naan. Okay, so Indian food in the UK, obviously Indian food is uh, a very well, it's the most it's our it's our national dish. Really, um, did you grow up eating Indian food in Holland? Is it is it everywhere in Holland too? Indian food? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I live in Rotterdam. Rotterdam is like really a melting pot of, of uh, I think, 186 um, nationalities. And, and it's very diverse. All kinds of food is, is, is available over there. And sometimes I'll order late at night this specific Indian uh, dish whenever I'm craving for it. It sounds perfect. Right. So let, let's talk business and let's rewind a little bit to when you joined Just Eat Takeaway. How was how was it different when you joined from how it is now? And did you know back then that it was the right fit for you straight away? I joined like Jet like six to seven years ago. 
when I joined, it was called Takeaway back then. We were in the Utrecht office, which is in the, in the middle of, of, the, of, the, of the Netherlands. And there were 200 people working for the company. The culture is, of course, uh, uh, well, we've grown significantly. So the culture was was different, very, very hands-on. It still is, uh, very entrepreneurial. I love that. I, I really I like our, our management uh, style, like very wanting to win and, and showing this to everyone and also in a collaborative way. That was the thing which appealed the most to me, and, and that's why I uh, also joined uh, joined the company. Still, uh, if you compare it with, with today, of course, the company is much bigger, uh, but still that entrepreneurial spirit, is, is you, you feel it everywhere. Everyone wants, wants to develop, build, but also win, and, and we do this together. Yeah, so you talked about that entrepreneurial spirit um, yeah. and that dr- that drive, and that still exists despite the fact that you've you've come a long, long way. Mm-hmm. But what what does the future look like, both for your team and how you're going to use data, the impact of data on the organisation? I believe whenever you need to make a decision, you need to do it based on facts. So data is a fact. It doesn't lie. It doesn't give you a different different flavor. That is what, what we provide. My ambition is, is to drive uh, decision-making using data uh, throughout the organization. And, and, and that, that's what we do. So let me ask you this. Do you get the same data throughout the organization globally? Or is there a, if, that, if you don't, are you making a push to, to have that standardization of data that comes into you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, the most important thing is, is that we all speak the same language. And like if, if there's a difference in interpretation, someone might go towards a different direction because like the definition or the, or the interpretation of, of the direction is different. So therefore, it starts with setting the definition and ensuring that you have a coherent overview uh, uh, throughout all of the business so that in every market, like whenever we say, oh, well, you have done X amount of orders, that we all know what the order means or what the consumer or what the restaurant uh, is or a partner and what a courier is like it sounds simple but there are always differences in, in interpretation so therefore as an analytics team we have built like a de- definition book the jet definition book to help everyone understand it and we promote that and that definition is then being reflected in the golden data set so that we all work towards the, the same direction and that's being shared throughout the business in various reports and insights and all of the analysts and scientists throughout the business, they use that, that golden data, they unlock it and, and share it with their business. What we have done is building like a, a job framing framework so, so that we would detail out like, okay, uh, what does it mean? Let's say you, you join as an analyst or a scientist that you know like what, what kind of competencies I, I should have, but also what kind of skills I should have. And, and most likely yeah, people would like to grow and they would like to master their, their skills and, and, and competencies. And therefore the DNA team, because that's how we call uh, our analytics team, eh? because we feel data and analytics, we feel that DNA, like data needs to be part of your DNA. So that's why we're called DNA. We facilitate the growth of each individual uh, within the the various teams by promotion, of course, that people can grow up the ladder, but also that we have trainings uh, available, uh, coaches available for for specific competencies or, or hard or soft skills so that everyone can grow up the ladder or even if they want, after a couple of years that, that people could, could do well, a lateral move to even to a different department if, if they want to. Because data, I already said it, like we're, we're 
uh, we do global insights, uh, global analytics for for uh, for the company. So we 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 touch upon marketing data, sales data, customer services data, career data, any piece of, of information, and that will help that. Well, our analysts, they, they observe the data, they understand the business very well. And in a couple of years, what they can do, they can do a lateral move, let's say, to, to a marketing role if they want, like to be have a role uh, as a performance marketer. So that was my, my, my story around it. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. So in terms of the, the personal development opportunities within the organization and within um, you, your department, what, what sort of things do they, what can you give us some examples of what they might look like in terms of personal growth or professional growth? What might what might somebody undertake? What might they do? Maybe I, I could give you some some anecdotes of people who uh, yes, who have grown. So so we have people from the logistical business who are typically what you see is that the, that a career type of role is, is done by by someone who's still in university and and, uh, and such. But this individual has uh, has reached out to to the team or to to the office like to to see if there are opportunities or even internships. So we have people well grew up the ladder, joined the team, and and right now are being seniors or leads or or, or, or team leads. We Facilitate that by training on specific uh, tools and, and 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 hard skills like SQL, for example, is, is a is a language you would use to to retrieve uh, data or manipulate uh, data. Well, we facilitate that those kind of those kind of uh, elements or or visualization type of tools or how to make a a solid presentation in order to convey a message more more clearly to your stakeholders. So yeah, so that well, the analyst will help their stakeholders to to make the right decision using using the golden set of data so those are typically the hard skills but also we have like the um, the soft skills like uh, like how, how to write like a solid email how to build a network there are all kinds of things you you, you could do and and those are the elements we uh, where would help uh, people to grow and are, are there are there programs are there sort of um programs within the organization that people can sign up to for those hard and soft skills is that how it works people can can opt in uh, typically i believe it's it's always better like that someone is in, intrinsically being motivated in uh, in, in those uh, so yes people can can opt for that and then it's like a menu eh? like they can just get get a piece here get a get a piece there and in the end it's it's because you you determine your plan and you build your own journey your own route on the way, you can just pick elements or any dish, so to speak, to, to build your own menu. So I guess those elements of personal progression, of professional development, they need the right culture to exist within an organization in order for people to choose to to take those things on. So do, does that culture exist, you think? I mean, does, is it linked to that entrepreneurial spirit that you mentioned before of everybody sort of surging forward? Yes, I do believe that. We have uh, the, well, the cultural values are lead, deliver, and care. We do have sessions with with the various teams that that where we ask them, okay, well, we have lead, deliver, care, and we, we have some ideas about what what it means. But then we also discuss with the various teams uh, individually, like, okay, what, how do I need to act? What is expected of me? Uh, what does it really mean, lead, deliver, and care? And also, training, growing is part of those values, and we promote that. So. You also will see with with any presentation, with with any uh, communication we do, lead, deliver, care. We live and, and breathe that. Fantastic. Yeah. No. Is that an answer to your question? Or? Yeah, absolutely. It does. I mean, I sense that having had the conversations um, with our previous guests on the podcast, that that this culture exists within Jet, which you've referred to as entrepreneurial and driving, and that sense of driving forward. I've really got a sense of that, as well as the. Um, let me try to think of the right term. The sort of 
the horizontal sense that management are accessible to others. And as you mentioned, you might have staff joining as food, food in the food delivery area, but they can still access opportunities within the organization. They can still talk to management. Yeah, for sure. There, there are no any, any barriers in between. Everyone is accessible. Even our CEO, you could just walk by with events. Everyone is um, in for, for a conversation, even in opinion. That's vitally important, isn't it, to, in terms of personal progression? Right. In terms of a, a little bit of detail, what projects are your team getting ready for, for what lies ahead? How are they preparing for 2023, 2024? What's What's on the table for your team? The company has as a vision, we need to empower your every food moment from a breakfast, to lunch and, and dinner and any moments in, in between. Jet needs to play a role in, in that using jet pay, uh, using well, uh, groceries or anything else, anything in, in, in between. There are six key initiatives and, and strategies um, connected to empower your every food moment. And that's being addressed within, within the various functions. Again, customer service or sales or whomever. Since data analytics is a DNA, is everywhere, we help the various functions to, first of all, measure the elements necessary to become successful in that uh, journey. So we help out, we do an analysis on these kind of uh, metrics, let's say customer services or um, where we would like to look at that. How can we make the experience even better for our consumers? And of course, that ownership lies with the, with the customer service department, but we help, we look into the data uh, together with the various functional analytic, uh, analytics teams. They typically see observations and come up with, come up with recommendations and they present it to, back to, to the respective management. Or, or operational teams who will work on, on, on that. So what do, what we are doing, we're at the heart of the strategic goals of the, of the company and we help them driving forward using, using data. Okay, fine. Um, so this next question is slightly philosophical. Why is culture and having the right culture that we've described, why is that important within the context of data and your team? It's a very important question. I think Peter Drucker has uh, said, uh, like, like, uh, culture is eating strategy for breakfast, right? That's a very famous, uh, famous quote. So, if your culture is that you would not use data in your decision in, in your daily decision making, then everything what I do is 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 well useless. So, therefore, what we, what we are doing, we're we help out with with information. We do deliver this kind of information, but also using like the, these data points, we we transform the culture a little bit. So to answer your philosophical question there, like I, I do believe that our jet culture is in the data yeah, decision-making space using facts. I, I do believe that it's critically important for uh, the success of uh, a technology company like uh, Justy Takeaway. Your team is based all over the world, is that right? Yes, that's correct, yeah. Okay, so developing a culture with a remote team and a disparate team in any industry is extremely difficult. So there must have been times when your team or you got that wrong. So I, this is my moment when I ask you um, for your biggest mistake in that regard. What would you, what would you absolutely not do again? 
I believe what we do in order to build our culture, we have a, a great office. We have um, one Amsterdam office, but in each of the markets, in each each of the countries, we have a truly great office where people can meet each other. So, and we facilitate that people can do that by having uh, lunches to, uh, together, but also by by having sometimes uh, after dinner drinks. We facilitate that because we feel that people need to connect with the, with each other. It doesn't have to be always like every day yeah, because we have also like a combination of working for home uh, and and working from the office but building connections is very important that's even also part of lead delivery and care building connections that's the care part that is something we feel is important to embrace and that's what we deliver to our teams so you also asked me about about my my biggest uh, biggest mistake frankly failing fast is fine Part of our, of our jet culture is, is that, well, you need to do things in a good way. Eh? Like you should not do things carelessly. No, you should think things through. You need to make decisions or you need to make proposals or, or create insights. Uh, but if, if, if that was wrong or it was a mistake it's for, uh, for some reason, we need to change those and, and we need to do this more often. And, and that will drive yeah, good changes. For example, it's very commonly known that, that there's a lot of research. I think it's a, it's by, done by, by Google who said, like, if you do experiments on, on, your, on your product, and nine out of the 10 are failing, but that one single one is, is, a, is a good experiment. And that's what we believe. You need to do your utmost best to, to drive the, the right thing. But failing fast is also fine, and you need to acknowledge that. And, and that's why also part of our culture is that you would say, okay, well, this was not done well. Acknowledge it, learn from it, because the learning part is very important, and then move on. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that notion of embracing failure and failing fast is, well, I know from experience, not something which exists in all organizations. So why does it exist in just eat takeaway is it because that's how it evolved quite recently is that is that so it's sort of ingrained in in the well the dna of the company we, we do things often cases for the first time at least in the markets where we are operate by doing so we we make decisions with the best knowledge we we, we have that means that that you have a limited amount of information you try out some things, but if, if it works, then of course we're very happy with it. But if it, if it doesn't work, we ad- adopt and change and try it again. I, I think it's part well, of the business where we're in, uh, the market we are uh, operating in. And in order to get there, our culture is, is shaped in such a way that, that we can accommodate for that. I understand. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So failing is part of being a cutting edge industry. It's ine- an inevitable consequence of what you do. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. Let's shift the focus onto your team slightly. Um, and let me ask you, times when you forgot that you were at work and you spontaneously wanted to embrace your team. And what I mean is, can you tell us about some moments that have made you particularly proud of them? Yeah, actually, many moments. I'm, 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 well, in Dutch, we would say proud as a, proud as a monkey. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Okay, yeah, I don't know that one. No, no, I no. Trust so, you. so it means like a, a very proud, super proud of what what they accomplish and, and deliver for for each and every stakeholder within, within, but also outside of the company. I must confess, people surprise me often, very often. They come up with with insights. We we have outlier detection algorithms, or, or various teams build forecasts. They show me how they are doing it, and it's it's built so in such a clever way. They really amaze me. 
and I'm very uh, yeah very proud of that. Um, you mentioned then the insights that come from your team that you might not necessarily be expecting, and from areas that you might not expect. How do you make sure that the everybody within your team has the ability to offer their insights and their input? I mean, how do you make sure that that nothing gets lost and that everybody can offer their insights? People think food delivery is relatively simple, but in reality, it's not. It's a combination of multiple players. And we have, we have the restaurant, which is an individual. It's an owner. It's someone who's very proud of, of his food. We, we have, like us as a company in between, but also consumers uh, who, who want, want to order some food. And then we have a courier. So, so we have multiple players in, in between. They need to in, interact with, with each other. If you look at, at all of those elements, there are various dynamics in place throughout all of those uh, players. So it, it's very complicated to, to know how all of these things go into, in, into detail. So what we do, we create like domains or specialisms and, and we have analysts and scientists working in, in such a domain so that they know everything from, from top to down, left to right on that respective domain. And we ask well, these teams to also to, to share this with, with others, uh, with, with other 500 people within, uh, within DNA uh, using our, yeah, we have community meetings on a specific domain. We have an all hands where, where we share things throughout throughout all, all of the people who are who are under the DNA umbrella. Um, so we have various moments of, of communication where we share uh, information, sometimes a bit detailed, but yeah, that, that's how how we tend to do it. But to be honest, like uh, people do not know always everything. Yeah, absolutely. But if it sounds like everybody has a voice within within your team, which is, of course, vitally important. Well, uh, yes, a voice, but also like if someone had built insights, facts, those are facts. And, and uh, we promote that people can share these facts or to share these insights or the observations one has and, uh, throughout our community meetings. Uh, that's something we, we feel is very important so that everyone can learn about the best or the deepest insight on that matter. For example, we have people doing analysis in in, uh, in Australia. Well, let's say on on a, on a specific logistical area, well, whom had represented it to uh, to the rest of the of, of the Linux teams, and so that they can reproduce that, that same kind of uh, analysis in, in 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 their markets. You've mentioned data. We're talking about culture. Do you think the data and analytics sector that you come from is particularly a sector which is happy to share information and work in that way? Yes, because it's part of, of, of the role itself. Yeah. Any analyst, any scientist, whatever they, they, they do, they, they need to bring it with the, with the decision maker, someone who uses it and brings it forward. It's always the case that this is part of... of uh, yeah, of, of the of the culture and 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 the behavior. All you scientists working together, fantastic! I know you have a wide range of colleagues in your team. Some are just starting out; others are more experienced professionals. Does development, personal development, and professional development look different for the experienced type of colleague and and people starting out? Well, it, it depends because every individual is different. Everyone has their, has their own desire. Everyone has their own dot on the horizon. We have like like a wide range of trainings to support in, in, in that area. Uh, so sometimes a hard type of skill or maybe an advanced training on, on a certain uh, specific uh, hard skill is then 
helpful for for a very seasoned experienced uh, professional but sometimes like like one wants wants to have like maybe a soft skill on, on and they want to have a, like a coach also those kind of things we do offer like i said i think we have a wide range of trainings available other type of sessions available internally but also externally and First of all, uh, someone need, needs to go through to, to their manager and convey that to the, to, the, to the manager. And together, they're going to shape shape that to a, to a plan. And we, we, we seek for possibilities to support that, so to drive everyone forward, either up, up on the ladder or lateral. Fantastic. Thanks. Now, I've got one more question, which is probably the hardest question of them all. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Why do you go to work at Just Eat Takeaway? It's a very good question. I'm, I'm very happy to go, to go to Jet every day because every day we make millions of people happy with great food. That is what drives me. Thank you for listening to We Are Jet. If you'd like to know more about working at Just Eat Takeaway, go to careers.justeattakeaway.com. Our career website can also be found in our show notes. My name is Ed Palmer. Talk to you soon.